Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hey everyone, it's Jen. You know Jess and I often talk about how Aloe Moves helps us stay fit. But May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I really wanted to point out how amazing the site and app are for mental health as well. It is so easy for me to get stuck in a rut mentally or get stressed out or feel lonely when I'm working from home. I'm guessing you've all been there too. But I found that a much more productive way to deal with those feelings or even just like a bad day is to hop on allomoves.com and reset. Allo Moves is the award-winning on-demand streaming wellness platform app and website that has workouts, mindfulness, nutrition, self-care, and more to help boost your mental and physical well-being. I also love that I can take the same class as friends or connect with other members in the community comments. Allo Moves really brings people together. Lately, I have been very into the five-minute relaxation body scan with Susie Mark Shifflin. Guys, Susie is the most soothing instructor. She incorporates these sound bath sounds into her head-to-toe relaxation exercise. It's so easy to do. Obviously, there are also yoga classes and exercise classes and so many other things you can learn and check out on allomoves.com, but I just had to share that one with you. Find yourself together when you join Allo Moves. Join the community on allomoves.com today and use code FATMASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com, code MASCARA20 for a 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. Again, that's allomoves.com and the code is MASCARA20. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Fat Mascara. I'm Jen. I'm Jess. And if I sound excited, it's because this ep- I'm not going to make a joke. I was about to say this episode is banana B-A-N-A. All right, I'm done. Oh, God, please. Gwen, if you're listening, I'm so sorry. <sighs> Jess, are you ready for this? I am. I'm kind of ready. I am sort of like, I, I'm not, I'll just heads up. I'm not listening to this episode because it's too embarrassing. Like I was there, but I don't need to be there again because it was, it, I, 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 I totally, I lost it. I lost it. Not a, like, not even a week before this, 
we knew that this was actually going to happen. Jess and I had a full conversation, not knowing this was going to happen, about how much we loved Gwen, how much we loved No Doubt. We were talking about concerts. It, came, it went back to like, what's a concert? That it, it was a whole story. And then we found out Gwen is launching her own makeup line, which if I can, you know what? We get a little cynical about celebrities launching lines. We've talked about that on the show. I will be honest. This one makes sense. Gwen Stefani, a color line, there's lipsticks, there's a brow pencil, there's a red lipstick. It's just, she's a beauty girl. She's a beauty the girl. The line is called Give. It's been a long time coming and she gives us an amazing interview. And I have to say, this was like, this is one for the books and I'm just so grateful that she came to Fat Mascara. We have an exclusive interview. Gwen, thank you for coming. Let's hit it. First of all, Gwen, I am so happy that we're doing this. This is like a total like dream for me. I've just got to be honest. I'm just going to out myself right now. I am a tremendous, a tremendous fan. I'm a tremendous No Doubt fan, tremendous Gwen Stefani fan. I've seen you more times than I can count and as in No Doubt and as a solo artist. I've been a huge fan of your style since like the jump. So just to completely embarrass myself, when I was like a teenager, I read that you wore Urban Decay Gash lipstick. So guess what? Who Guess who went out and bought Urban Decay Gash? You better. You wore, a, <laughs> you wore a studded belt. I wore a studded belt. You had bangs. Guess who cut bangs? Oh, no. It didn't, it didn't look like... <laughs> um, I didn't look like Gwen Stefani. My friend told me I looked like Tracy Bonham instead. Not the effect I was going for. So for a young person like myself back then, like seeing your style was really empowering because, you know, you just looked so confident and looked so intentional. It was really feminine, but it was very self-assured. And it just looked like so... You were so sure of yourself. When you started, did you feel so sure of yourself? Was it a very intentional style? It's it's really what's interesting is at this point in my life, like normal people don't just sit there and like analyze themselves and go back and talk to people they don't know about, about their past selves. But for some reason, mm-hmm. God put me in this position to be able to do that. So I've been thinking about that a lot. That girl also... I feel like I've been through a huge transformation in my life, like my personal life. So that version of me back then was so naive. I grew up in a family where my family was the most important thing. I was very, very like sheltered, a kind of idealistic family with lots of love and things like that. So I think I was just a very naive person back then. I didn't, of course I had my own insecurities and things like that, but those insecurities are what kind of made my style and made me be who I was. And, um, it wasn't until later that I looked back and I was like, Whoa, okay. I, they like that. They like me, like me being me by all of my faults. Like, okay, well, I guess I'm winning and I'm not even trying. Like just, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to express myself. Like, you know, so I don't think I was definitely not like confident in that way, but I was also just mm-hmm. sort of like floating and just going. And I, I didn't think a lot about things. I, I wasn't as smart, <laughs> I think, as I am now because I've lived, you know, and I've, I've learned. But I think that um, definitely the one thing that was different was being able to get up on stage and have kind of an alter ego, like a different version of myself where 
I was like, they gave me their love and then I gave them back. I slapped them around and then they liked that. So then I, you know, so it was like, that was something where I, I got to be a different version of myself. And yeah. And the thing is, is that that's because we are here to talk about makeup and I feel like that makeup was a huge part of that person. And, and whether it be on the stage or off the stage, that being able to be creative through makeup and, and showing that, that version of myself, whatever that might be that day is what gave me my identity. Yeah. Yeah. And that your makeup and your look was a huge part of your persona. And I think what a lot of girls like myself certainly responded to. Absolutely want to talk about your line. I just want to be clear about that. We're going to get to a lot of those questions. <laughs> no, but, but I was like, it, it, it tied into what we were talking about so well. So okay. I guess I, I just want to make sure you, you feel comfortable knowing that we're going to be talking about your line, but I do have I'm another talk question. About anything that, um, you want to talk about. I'm it's a little it. about. Okay. Good, good, good. So another question just about your, you know, their broader music career is, so Gwen, do you think that the, you know, you have, you're saying it's funny that you're like, you know, you're wiser now and you can kind of look back on things with a much different point of view. But looking back when you think about, when you think about artists today and thinking about the way female artists presents themselves, like so much has changed. Seeing you perform today versus seeing you perform like, you know, in the nineties, there's the spectrum and just kind of the climate has changed so much but you're still killing it. When you look at female artists today, do you think how the music industry allows women to sort of express themselves has changed? Because you've been able to express yourself in 95 in the same way you're expressing yourself now. Like you're, you're still killing it. Back in the day, I was, I feel like I, I didn't suffer some of the stuff that other probably female artists maybe at that time did. I was so lucky because I was already in my band with my big brother, by the way, and my boyfriend for nine years before anyone, you know, I mean, basically knew who we were. You know, we had our underground following that was kind of this built in following from the moment we started. We were so blessed. Like we were obviously always doing something that was opposite of what was popular. We were not doing our music because we knew we were doing unpopular music. We knew it would never make it on the radio, but um, <laughs> we didn't really have dreams. We did it because it was the procrastination to trying to have a backup job or go to school and think, you know what I mean? It was our fun. And so I think that, yeah. that again, kind of ties in with my last answer, which is just trying to be real and just being real, accepting who you are and just being like, but in a naive way, I can look back now and go, oh, I did that. I didn't know I was doing it at the time. And I don't think we really thought much about it. We were just like, oh my gosh, we got practice on Thursday. Dad, can I have $5 so I can rent a microphone? That, I mean, it was literally that simple. Mm -hmm. And when we got signed to Interscope, which was a brand new label at the time, we were the second band signed. I think it was like Marky Mark and a few other people. I can't even nine inch. I can't even remember who was there at that time, but point being Jimmy Iovine, who was kind of like the one that said, you're going to be a star in six years. And then on the dot, six years later, don't speak was number one around the world. He had this vision for Interscope and his artists. And it was very, very artist driven. Like it was all about the artist's point of view. And he was just this very cool guy. And I never felt like, Oh, I can't do this because I'm a girl. You know, I can't, I always felt like my voice was heard and my place was this creative person and people listened to me. So I, my journey, that's what my journey was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
the, the thing is, is that I was blessed like that. And I know not everyone had that. I mean, at the time there wasn't a lot of girl bands. Like when I was in Anaheim growing up, it was like all kind of punk rock bands that we played with. And so that was where I kind of would have to like prove myself or like someone would say like, you know, rude things that maybe, or I would be like, okay, you, you're not going to come back here. It's just the band. I'm like, but I'm in the band, <laughs> but they would assume that I was a groupie. You know what I'm saying? So those little things, yeah. but it's like, it wasn't like, Oh my God, I'm scarred from that. Or it held me back in any way. It was just, it was what it was. And I think there was a point where I could see myself going, okay, I'm expressing myself. And I wrote a song called just a girl back then before any, there was before like we were successful, right? I wrote that song years before it ever came out. And that song was just simply like being a, a female and being born and not really thinking about your gender. And you just are just existing and being loved and loving and doing your thing. And then suddenly you hit puberty and you're like, Whoa, what's this? Like, guys are, I have this power. I didn't think I had. And mm -hmm. wait, I can't, why won't my dad let me drive tonight? Like he's saying no, because it's dangerous. Like, Oh, I'm, I'm actually a victim. I didn't know that. Like you have this awareness mm -hmm. as you grow up of like, okay, I'm different because I'm a girl versus a guy. I mean, this is a huge conversation right now these days, obviously, but that song was written very naively just off of that. Not because I was necessarily angry or, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So yeah. Do you think that song could come out today? Do you think that's, I mean, that, that song, song is, still hits today. It's more relevant today than it ever has been. Like, I feel like I wrote, yeah. I could have written it today and it would have had a different meaning. I think people would have like listened to it in a different way, but all these things are like interesting things to talk about because it's fun now that I've been around this long to be able to go back and kind of try to analyze why, like, I'm still wondering like how, how are people still interested? Like it's, I'm just, I feel so blessed. And um, so, yeah, now that I'm in this new, new chapter, I really, like your guys are my first, like my second interview since I've started this new chapter of my life. And so it's exciting. It's exciting to, I feel fired up right now, like to talk to you about this. Well, I feel fired up. I could barely get the question out. I was like, so, I was like humana, humana, humana. it's so amazing to talk to you about this. So like all aspects of your career. So anyway, I'm going to pass the mic to Jen. Well, I was thinking about nine years, you're in the van going from place to place. Like you didn't have image consultants. Even when you got signed, did they swoop in with like image consultants? Like, here's your look, Gwen. It's true. I, I always think about that because I look back at photos and I'm like, ah, like, what was I doing? And, you know, a lot of times I'll do through the years, people will love to do this. Well, they'll like pull a bunch of horrible photos of me and, and want me to sort of like give some excuse or like feel embarrassed or have regret. And I, and I always say like, no, like I know exactly why I had pink hair and I know exactly why I had braces at that point or whatever style thing happened was never like, it wasn't calculated. I didn't have I didn't have anybody. I did not have a stylist. I did not have a makeup artist. I did not have anyone to help me with anything. And in fact, I was driving the van. Like the band will try to tell you that I wasn't driving the van, but that's because they were wasted <laughs> and they didn't know that I was freaking driving the van. Like I was driving the van through cornfields, trying to stay awake while we toured. Like it was really an amazing, crazy thing. And when I look back at it now, I think that wasn't real, but everything had like everything that was negative had some kind of positive, like creative consequence. So for example, like back in the day, like when you see the just a girl video and you go, whoa, she's 
wearing a bindi or she has, um, she's whatever I was wearing in that and my makeup, everything about it was, that is how I dress. Then I did not have somebody go, Oh, here's some different choices of things you could wear. Like that was me Mm -hmm. with my, my one outfit because I had no money and, and what I had come up with, you know, like a tank top was because that's all I had, like, you know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. I think there's something probably great about the fact that when you have to be creative with inside, um, these, a box. And that's what I've learned through the years as well. And led me to this point of now being able to create this new line, which I know we're going to get into It's, it's, it's different when you have to like, just create and be naive and just try to make your way as like, I guess an artist, which I didn't even know I was back then, but now I look at, I'm like, Oh, I guess I was some kind of an artist because I just had these, this visual, like I see visually, like I don't understand a lot of things. I'm not good at a lot, but there's certain things that I am and I'm very focused on those things. So like at this point, I feel like I'm in a a place where I learned from everything behind me. And now I'm starting a project where I can say, okay, this is like a pure passion project. Everything that I've ever done since I was a little girl, all of my interests led me to this moment. And that's why I think it's kind of an exciting time in my life, because I think that you can never be prepared for what midlife is going to feel like after you have your kids and you're, you're sort of like, you have achieved yeah. so many amazing things and had all these blessings. It's like, now, how do I exist? Like, how do I, what version of me am I going to be next? And what am I going to give to, to people that have given me this incredibly blessed, um, existence? So that's kind of where I'm landing today. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's cool that you got to come up with that look though, without like 20 people voting on it for you. Like it happens now with personalities. I have to bring up the Bindi because you brought it up. Like you love culture. I can just tell you get inspired from all over the world. And this is like a really big conversation right now. When you look back on some of those looks, do you ever think like, oh, I might do it differently now? Or if someone else did that, I wouldn't prove. I don't like the rules that people are putting out there these days as much. I think we had so much more freedom back then to just be and be influenced in not, and, and it's just such a pure way. Every, like I said, when we were talking earlier about circumstances, you know, everything culturally that I was like basically introduced to, uh, starting with being born in Anaheim, California, you know, Anaheim, California is a very interesting place that you don't realize when you live somewhere, what it is until you get out of it and you look back on it. And yeah, how'd that influence you being from there? It really did influence me a lot. You know, I grew up basically in a place where Disneyland is the center, the heartbeat of, of the city. And everybody that is living there is pretty much working in a hotel or a motel or in you know Disneyland. And that's as big as it got is like to work there. (laughs) That was my dream, you know, (laughs) mom, please. I could just, I know I can sing and inside the hotel and no, you're not going to be able to do that. (laughs) You can't stay out late at night and they work on the holidays, you know? (laughs) So I think it's like one of those things where like just being able to be around, like also, you know, we're right next to Mexico. So we had a huge Hispanic community and that was my, they were, that was my school. That was my high school. Like those girls that put on their makeup, those like chola girls, like what? Like that's those eyebrows. Like, yes, I'm going to do that. That's, they're my homies. That's my people. So you get inspired by the, the culture around you and where you live. And then once, you know, for example, when I met Tony Canal, who was 16 and I was 17 and he was going to Anaheim high school 
And he basically, I didn't know what he was when I met him. He was just very cute and I was very attracted to him and only (laughs) to find out when I went to his house, I was like, why is there like elephants everywhere? Like what? Oh, you're from India. Like your family is from India. I'd never met somebody from India at that point in my life. I was only 17. You know what I mean? And so Mm -hmm. it was interesting to watch his mom dress up and come down the stairs, like ordained in like jewelry and glitter and things that like my mom, we went to the fabric store and it was like, you get, you can't have even lace. Like you get to have eyelet. Like my mom was very conservative (laughs) and very like, it wasn't like I, I was obsessed with sparkle and girly things. And I was very like more is more. And my mom would be like, less is less. Like she was from the sixties. So in the sixties, things were quite like simplified, you know, Jackie O, all that stuff. So to watch this, this gorgeous human, Tony's mom, the way her culture, the way she celebrated her face with makeup and her red lipstick and the bindi. And she would, she's the one that turned me on. That was the first time I was influenced by that. And she's the one that gave me the bindi. (laughs) So it was just one of those things where I would just take from everything around me innocently and it became who I was. And that's what we all do. You know, we just, that's how we learn. We learn yeah. from each other. I think other. people for, forget too that we didn't have social media and exposure on the internet to all of these other things. You saw what was in front of you. And exactly. clearly you made the most of that. You learned how to do your makeup too. Like, can you t- can we talk about that? Like, yes. who taught you how to do makeup? I taught myself how to do makeup. I grew up basically like just always, it was born in me to love makeup. It wasn't something that, my mom wasn't a huge like, makeup wearer. She, you know, she wore a little bit of makeup. My aunt, my, my dad's mom, she wore extreme makeup, but she died really when I was young. So I mainly just see pictures of her and go, well, like what was she doing with that makeup? But I guess when I was about, I don't know what age, about five or six, I had a best friend called Amy Hunter and her mom had a crap ton of makeup. I'm, we're talking about drawers <laughs> of makeup. So for me, it was like, go tell your mom, like ask her if we can go play makeup. And so we would come home from school. How and old she, were you about? Well, I met her when I was five and then we were friends for, for like probably, you know, 10 years, like through elementary school. And that was just the ritual. And her mom had, um, Mary Kay parties, which was like when the uh, people don't know probably that are younger, but there was these like home parties where like they would have like everyone come over your friend, invite your friends. And then they'll tell you if you're an autumn or what color you should be wearing. And that was just always like so (laughs) unbelievably like mesmerized by that or fascinated by that. So it's not like I can really remember when it started, but it's been forever. And then I was the one that always cut everybody's hair, put their makeup on, curled their hair, burst their necks with a curling iron. Like that was me. Like that, everybody knew that that's what I did. And then basically, I can't remember at what age I was, but I want to say I was probably 19 or 20. And I had gotten a job at the Broadway, which is a department store in Anaheim at the Anaheim Plaza. And I worked for, for basically Plaza Sportswear, which was like older women's pull on polyester pants. And I used to help women try to put <laughs> outfits together. And, and I really did enjoy that, but I really wanted to be one of those girls that were behind the counter. A beauty you know? girl. I never thought that I could be, but I wanted to be. And I kind of thought I know how to do makeup, but they were like so flawless and intimidating. And 
way at a different level than me. But anyways, the mall that I worked at, they let me transfer and without any like training, nothing. And I worked behind the counter for Ultima two, which was right when the nakeds came out, they had, they were the the first nakeds before the nakeds everyone knows now, but Ultima two had kind of revamped and, um, they were this small little section in one corner. And then I worked for Borgesa, which of course nobody knew of at that mall because it was super expensive and nobody bought it. So that was me. And I was basically next to the Clinique girls and they just put me literally opened the door and said, make a display. Like nobody taught me anything, but it was some of the greatest moments of my life because I just remember the feeling that people would get when I did their makeup. And mainly people just would come in and say, can you put makeup on me and then give me a sample and, and, and see how long they were probably going out that night. You know what I'm saying? Just free, free, free. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I used to love, <laughs> <laughs> I used to love giving people, I'm all about a makeover. Like I know, I know what that makes people feel like. And I know what it feels like to give that. And I know, you know, I'm the person that like, I go into a restaurant and if the hostess comes and she has some like done up, eyebrows, like she's going to get a major compliment from me because I see in makeup, like I, I appreciate makeup and I am. And if you, if you are listening right now and you, you feel me and I know you know who you are, we are like-minded. We are makeup junkies. We are fans. We are, we want to express ourselves through the power of makeup and give that feeling. So, um, whether you're giving it by the face that you put on that day, and, and, or you're taking it by what someone did to give to you with what they did that morning. So I just, I don't know, I live, breathe, um, makeup. I have my whole life. And so after that, I just, it was like all about, I basically was in no doubt at that point. And from like, you know, 17 till 26 was just, nobody knew who we were besides the underground. And then when just a girl came out, when I was 26 years old, a lot of people don't realize I was already that old when that song came out. It, that's when it was like, okay, I did the video, did my own makeup as usual, and then went from that video shoot to a plane and then went on tour for two and a half years and didn't come home. So crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> I came home and I was like, I got a million dollars. <laughs> I had like, yeah, I think I had like, like a $1,000 when I left from working at the, the department store and then basically went around the world and came home and was like, still lived with Did my Did you parents. have a makeup artist at that point? No, like. no, I never had a makeup artist. I still don't necessarily have, I've worked with incredible makeup artists, but I was traumatized by the first No Doubt record. I had a makeup artist do my makeup and really was not happy with it. Still look at it and go, I was so much, I could have been so much prettier in those pictures. Like, he made me look not good. And if he's still out there, like, I'm sorry, we should have tried it again or something. But like, I just, after that, I was always like, I can, I can do it better than that. I know what I'm doing, you know? And when I look back at the stuff, I didn't necessarily know what I'm doing, but I'm, I love makeup because it's never ending. I mean, our faces are a moving target. We're always changing and, and you can always learn something new. Like, I feel like even just in the last couple of months, I've learned things that I wish I I would have known my whole life. Are you learning them like self-taught? Are you learning them from makeup artists that you work with? Are you Make, pretty learning much, them well, from like YouTube videos, both. TikTok? I think everywhere. <laughs> like I definitely learn them from, you know, that's what I love about the beauty community. I think generally we talked a lot about female and female artists and 
back in the day, like I didn't really have a lot of female energy around me because I was in a band. I was gone. Like I just, I never had, I, the only girls that I knew were the girls that wanted to hook up with the guys on tour or the ones that Mm. actually hooked up and were the girlfriends of the guys on tour that became my friends and would always come in and be, I'd be, it was my pet peeve was like, I'm trying to do a show. And they would always be like, Oh, can I borrow your mascara? Or can I, can you do my makeup or whatever? I'm like, Oh my gosh, like I'm trying to work here. But I think that like, the thing is, is that in the beauty community, the one, the one place where girls get along is when we share our beauty secrets. Like, I feel like everybody out there, especially now that we have this ability to be upload all of our secrets and share our art, right. And our creativity through makeup, people are like happy to share each other's work. You know what I mean? That's like, and I love that about it. I feel like it's all about like, Ooh, you did this. Let me see. Let me see if I can do it. And then I'm going to show you what I did that you did my version, you know, and it's just this whole Mm -hmm. ping pong match between creativity and expressing yourself through color and art. And I just love it so much. And so I think it's just a place that I I think that it's it's really a positive place, you know, which is there's not a lot of that these days. You're so right. Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia, and guess what I'll be wearing? Honey love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be honey love. Here's why. Honey Love has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honey Love, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honey Love came along. Honey Love's superpower shorts have a 100% cotton gusset so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honey Love products make you look good and feel good. Whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence, Honey Love is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. Listen, there are so many skincare products on the market claiming to help reduce fine lines and wrinkles, and you know I will try most of them. But how do you know your products are actually working? Some research to back up the claims. That's why Jess and I are all about Ritual. They created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted a clinical study to take the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual's highest hair is now a part of my skincare routine, and I got in the habit of taking it every day by putting the cute little purple jar right next to my sunscreen. It looks nice on my vanity, and let's be honest, I love that. But once I stuck with the habit, I really noticed a difference in my skin. I am not the only one. In a clinical study, taking Hyacera for 90 days led to a 3.6 time reduction in crow's feet wrinkles as compared to placebo. 
and it led to a 2.9 increase in skin smoothness. I also like that they're easy to swallow. The capsules sort of taste like vanilla. They're not all weird and fishy like some other supplements. Plus, Ritual is a certified B Corp, something we learned about on a recent episode. And all their supplements, including the Daily Protein and their Sleep Bio Series Melatonin Supplement, are vegan, gluten-free, and made traceable. Do what Jess and I did, start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash mascara. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash mascara for 25% off. Everyone, it's Jen. You know, Jess and I often talk about how aloe moves helps us stay fit. But May is Mental Health Awareness Month, so I really wanted to point out how amazing the site and app are for mental health as well. It is so easy for me to get stuck in a rut mentally or get stressed out or feel lonely when I'm working from home. I'm guessing you've all been there too. But I found that a much more productive way to deal with those feelings, or even just like a bad day, is to hop on alomoves.com and reset. Aloe Moves is the award-winning on-demand streaming wellness platform app and website that has workouts, mindfulness, nutrition, self-care, and more to help boost your mental and physical well-being. I also love that I can take the same class as friends or connect with other members in the community comments. Aloe Moves really brings people together. Lately, I have been very into the five-minute relaxation body scan with Susie Mark Shifflin. Guys, Susie is the most soothing instructor. She incorporates these sound bath sounds into her head-to-toe relaxation exercise. It's so easy to do. Obviously, there are also yoga classes and exercise classes and so many other things you can learn and check out on alamoves.com, but I just had to share that one with you. Find yourself together when you join Allo Moves. Join the community on alamoves.com today and use code FATMASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. That's alomoves.com code MASCARA20 for a 30-day free trial plus 20% off an annual membership. Again, that's alomoves.com and the code is MASCARA20. I want to thank you for bringing your secrets and your, you know, your whole line and your energy to Fat Mascara. And I'm, you're giving us the exclusive on Give. For Boom. you're giving us, you're coming to us with the exclusive on Give. So talk to us about Give. I can't believe you know you've done your own fashion line, Lamb. You created a fragrance line underneath Lamb, and you've created so many different, pro, you know, different like sub lines for for beauty brands and collaborated with so many beauty brands. You've worked with Urban Decay, which was awesome. You've been a face of L'Oreal. You've been a face of Revlon. And now you finally are doing your own brand that's just your own. But like, I feel like this thought had to have occurred to you way long, a a long time ago. Why did you wait so long to do it? It's not like I waited. I think this is the deal. So just back in the day when I was doing music and it was like the height of everything, we didn't, we didn't, our culture back then didn't like approve of like, and this is going to sound crazy to people like the younger girls and the younger people that we didn't go like, we didn't do music and then go, okay, I'm going to have a makeup line to go with it. And then I'm going to, we, we sold merch. Yeah, we did sell merch, but we didn't sell (laughs) to our fans. Like a t-shirt. Our fans were not like, we didn't use them like that. Do you know what I'm saying? Like we, and we were very conscious. I would have bought it. 
No, but but back then, the idea <laughs> that you would try to sell something to, besides, I guess we were selling our music, yeah. but it was our yeah. music was our heart. You know what I'm saying? And yes, we were getting money mm-hmm. for it so that we could continue to do that. But I don't know. It was just different mentality. And I think that like when I first started Lamb, I just always loved clothes. I always made my own costumes. My mom and I made all my clothes growing up, not all my clothes, but every thing for like a holiday we would and her mom made her clothes and my great grandma made their clothes so it was like always in me to be creative in that way so I had the idea that I wanted to do a fashion nobody at that time was doing that right okay so I I started lamb and when I had done lamb the sports sack had come to me it was right in the same time period and they said would you like to be a guest designer for a collection. And I, I thought, I mean, that was just very unusual at the time. And my ego was like, Ooh, he said designer. <laughs> like that's kind of cool. <laughs> like that's already like, and I already knew the moment that he asked me to do it, what it was going to be. And it was going to be those bags that everybody knew about back in the day, the black and white, like loving Jimmy's a baby, all that stuff. So I did mm-hmm. them. And when the reaction were, I couldn't even walk down the street in New York without looking on both sides and seeing somebody with a bag. It was the most incredible thing. Cause not only like, did I start just being me and then girls were copying that, which was mind blowing to me that I could look out and see like, wow, you wait, you got me on you. Like I see myself in you like, yes. And it went, it went from like, we get each other. Like we're, we're together in this, you know what I mean? And so to be able Mm -hmm. to design something that was super my style that I wanted for myself, I mean, I was the muse for it really selfishly, but then have other people that were like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to take this and make this part of my style. And it was just a very amazing feeling. So I think I just needed that like assurance or reaction or love to, to do it. And then I started lamb and it was just like, such an incredible, because I think all of these things creatively come from the same place in my heart, whether it's the song or the designing of the clothes, or, you know, when I did the solo records, I, I wanted to do, instead of just doing a t-shirt with my face on it, I wanted to do a Harajuku world, you know? Yeah. When you say the same place in your heart, what do you mean? Just, can you expand on that a little bit? I mean, like if, if I were to write a song, right. Um, back in the day, Mm -hmm. naively without thinking anyone would ever hear it. I don't know where that comes from. Like that comes from a gift that God gave me. I don't take responsibility for that. Like I just all of a sudden had a song. Like it was like, I don't even know how to write songs. Like they just came to me, you know, it's not like after a while, I definitely put effort into trying to write them, of course, but I don't ever remember. I just remember being like, I hadn't, I woke up with an idea and it was all of a sudden (laughs) everywhere around the world or I got my heart broken and then I wrote a song and then everybody, even different languages related to that. So when I say my heart, it's something that was a gift given to me that I, that I could access that when I did it, other people reacted to it and somehow it felt like it was my purpose. And so I don't really think I was kind of like tapped into knowing that back then, but now that I'm more mature, I think I realized that, but it's the same thing. Like when, if, for example, like I'm a very lazy person, typically I don't feel like I have a lot of discipline, blah, 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 all those things. But then when it comes to like my passions, like the things that I'm interested in, then it's like full, like obsession, like I can't stop. So 
that place in my heart, that creative place that makes me feel like I ha- I'm, mm-hmm. I'm actually contributing something to this planet. Like I'm doing what God wants me to do like that. So, um, whether that be, you know, designing fragrance or designing handbags or, you know, putting on a fashion show or writing a song or making a video or, or just like getting ready in the morning. Did you get that feeling with the makeup line with give? Well, yes. Well, this is is the the thing. I, I, this is how give happens. So I did all those things and it's no secret that about seven years ago, my life exploded (laughs) in my personal life. Mm -hmm. My family was torn apart. It was the worst, horriblest, like the opposite of the kind of life that I thought I was going to have. And it was a really trying time for me. And, you know, through that I had Harajuku, I had lamb, but once I got through that period, it was kind of like, okay, I'm in the middle of my life. I can either stop and not do anything, or I can just figure out what I want to do next. And I just kind of like assessed everything and, and thought about it really hard. And I, 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 we sat down and we discussed like, okay, this is the rest of my life. Like, what am I going to do? Like, what's the plan? And I had thought about what, you know, am I going to keep working on lamb? Am I going to keep working on hair? What, what am I going to do? And I really said, I want to start something that's not connected to the rest, the, the other part of my life. Like I need to start fresh. You want to start I fresh. To, I wanted to do something that was mine and in this more free, happy place that I had gotten to where I needed to be and, and start something that was going to be my legacy that basically I could give back after all the blessings I'd been given, you know? And so when I went down all the categories, you know, that I'd done being, and music is always going to be there, I guess, but I just was like, I want to do makeup. And the only reason was because I had done the Urban Decay thing. So I got to feel what that was like. I had done, like you said, L'Oreal, Revlon. And I don't know, again, like I keep telling you, these ideas aren't coming from me. Like I really feel like they, it's, it's just something that I, I pray about it, you know, and it just, you think it's like divine. I do believe that. Yes. Because otherwise I'm just like a normal, regular person from Anaheim, like nobody. And that I've had this journey is insane. So I, I, I'm always trying to connect to figure out what my purpose is now and who I'm supposed to be. And if I was chosen to have that much of an impact, I mean, what, like, of course I'd have to like figure out how I'm going to give back. So I think that this line was something I thought about years ago. Now I've been actually working on it for three years. So you're my second. Wait, the name is starting to make sense to me. I was going to ask you how you came up with this name, but now I feel like I have a better sense. But what was the thinking behind that? Well, I mean, I went through a million different names, of course. It's very, very hard, you know, to to put a name to something that's going to be a permanent thing, hopefully going to be here when I'm dead. But I had GX because GX was the way I always signed my name my whole life since high school with G and then X is supposed to be like a kiss, you know, like you would do. And, and then we just, you know, when you're going through names, it's like, it just came across, like, it looks almost like Gwen, if you look at it uh, with the X, cause the W blah, blah, blah. I'm dyslexic. So I see words differently, but I, I don't know. It just, it felt like with makeup, it's a lot about giving, you know, you are, like I said earlier, you're putting it on for yourself, but ultimately you don't walk out the door and stare at yourself all day long. You're, you're giving that what you did, that art you put on your face 
that version of you who you wanted to be that day for the people around you that you're going to, you know, interact with. And so that's, there's a lot of giving involved. I think also for me, I felt like it was like, okay, I am my middle of my life, like the middle of my life. And I have never, ever, like anyone that wants to like question me about why I'm doing give, I'll fight them (laughs) because there's not one person (laughs) that I, I, I'm like, it's so authentic to who I am, the makeup. I have went through years of people criticizing me for wearing too much makeup or why is she wearing, if she's wearing a mask, what she's trying to cover up, is she even a girl? Like all the things that I heard that people have said about me because of my makeup, but yet has had such an impact on everybody tearing their eyebrows out in the nineties. Like, right. Like, I mean, there's been, a, I've had an influence and I know that, and I love that. And I've, I want to now I'm ready to be like, that feeling I told you I had back in, you know, Anaheim being a makeup artist, when you're able to give that gift to someone of that feeling, Mm -hmm. makeup is the makeup makeup's like, okay, here's the makeup. It's just makeup, but it's not about just the makeup. It's about the feeling that you get when you feel good and you feel ready and you feel like when you see somebody else and they walk in and you're like, Oh my God, you look so pretty. Like, not because they are physically pretty. We say this pretty, all the time. But it's not just physically It's for pretty. them as much as it is for you. It yeah. is. Yeah. And so um, I think that give is like a perfect way to describe that because it's, you know, it's also the community that I think that I'm not speaking obviously to everyone because not everyone's going to understand this or care. You know what I'm saying? But the people that do are going to be like, yeah, homie, I get you. Yes. Like we're like-minded because we have, <laughs> um, we've, we like it. We don't know why. Just, I don't know why I like pizza. I do. So there you go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I have to ask you about the red lips. Cause I'm like a red lip girl. And I was like, who better to get a red lip from than Gwen? Like seriously. But what's the difference between original recipe and old school me? I'm really trying to like suss out the difference of these reds. Well, the thing is, is that with, with red, like that's like the most asked question of my entire existence. <laughs> what color red do you wear? It, it, it's really hard because of course I've worn so many different shades of red. And if you are a makeup junkie, you realize that there's just so many versions. I've always tended to go for more of a blue red typically just, but then again, like through working with incredibly talented makeup artists through the years, like I've been able to like try different things that I didn't think I could wear or I would like. And it, it's just never ending. You know what I mean? It's never ending what it could be. So when I, when I did the original, it's just different formulas. So there's different formulas for the different kinds of lipsticks, of course. And then there's going to be all the different Mm -hmm. shades and the shades is just the shades because the shades are going to be forever. Like I'm always going to be coming with another red. You know what I'm saying? The one I'm wearing right now is basically my go-to kind of like, I think it works for everything. It's flattering. It's like, doesn't matter what lighting, it doesn't matter what time of the day, what event it's going to, I feel like this is the color that is, you know, going to work. I mean, at the end of the day, I think that, Wait, which, which one is it? This which, is, the, which, this which is, my, is the original, <laughs> <laughs> this is, I can't even read it right I'm now. I'm like, what that? <laughs> original recipe. Okay. That's a matte lipstick. So what I'm, what I'm saying is that like, I have Anaheim shine, which is my, you know, more of a shiny formula. Right. And that comes in different shades. And then I have original recipe, which is a matte lipstick. That's the color. And so it's like, I like, I like the matte 
generally in my entire career because of my career. Like I'm on stage. I got the kids all over me. Like a matte lipstick is obviously a lot safer. You know, I think most people that are just regular people in life don't like to wear a matte because it's a lot less comfortable, but I feel like this formula solved that problem because it doesn't feel dry. You could still move it once it's on and it's just, it stays in place enough, but it also is still comfortable. And then of course you're going to, the long wear stuff that we have as well. So it's like three different formulas that we've done, but I mean, Oh my gosh, love the name. I'm still here. (laughs) Yeah. That was really fun too, because I think doing this now at this point in my life, there's already such a roadmap to, to, to get here. I've done so many things that are tying into this line and I just want to make it, make it feel like a world of of familiar, like familiar. I want, I want people to, I know people are, I don't feel, I feel pretty, I don't feel cocky, but I feel confident that people will trust me on this. I mean, I'm a makeup junkie and I'm intimidated. Like I go online to try to buy something and I just don't even know what, where to go, where to look, what to turn, what to buy. You're buying product online, Gwen? You're like online shopping with your credit card? I don't believe it. Well, have you seen me at the mall lately? I don't think you have. <laughs> it's not like... I had no, no, no. I just, I just feel like brands would be sending you stuff. No, I don't see you at the Anaheim mall, like with no, your shopping I lo- bag. I, and, love you know, shop- I love shopping online. And I love buying makeup online. Um, because, But I'm blessed. Like I can afford to buy makeup online and be like, okay, I didn't like that. Give it to my sister or whatever. But like, yeah. I, yeah. I think that most people just, they don't even know where to begin. Like... I want to buy yeah. an eyebrow pencil. Which one? There's so many, but what I hope, what I'm hoping is that anyone that knows me knows that I've never done stuff unless I did it for, for my passion, for, for my truth. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. every single thing that I've worked on on this line is stuff that I'm doing for myself. That is my quality. Like it's, it, you're going to be guaranteed that it's going to be at the standard. It's going to be clean. It's going to be sustainable, all the stuff that of course is going to be all those things. But I think it's going to be a high performance makeup for makeup artists, for people that love makeup. And so I think that I want people to feel safe that they can trust me on this one because this is my whole life. Like this is what I've done my whole life. And I'm at a place where I still, especially speaking to the women that are like my age that still want to be pretty, still want to have a, have be relevant, still want to have a voice in the world and feel good in the morning when they put their makeup on. Like, I think that there's a lot of people out there that just feel like they got forgotten. You know what I'm saying? And this, that's why I think this makeup line speaks to them as well. Not to mention all the kids that are going to be like, Oh yeah, my mom listened to her. Like she probably knows what she's talking about when it comes to makeup. <laughs> so I well, think people are going to be able to trust, you're trust ageless. Well, thank you. But you know, there's a lot that goes into that and that is makeup. You know, makeup is very, very powerful. There's magic in the makeup. Well, <laughs> as the song goes. Okay, oh, we can't let you just, go without I was, doing... I was testing you. I was seeing this if you're a real fan or not. <laughs> oh, she knows it. Gwen, come on. Would I lie to you? Okay, on the air especially, come on. Okay, we're going to do the quick fat mascara five. It's quick word association, all right? Just whatever comes to your head. First makeup memory. You already told us about Amy Hunter. Oh, Amy Hunter. Hey, Amy, what's up? I did her makeup for um, for her wedding, by the way. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a claim to fame. Um, besides <laughs> Amy Hunter, what is your first makeup memory? 
Uh, one, the first one that comes to my mind was my grandma gave me one of those tubes that has like five different lipsticks in it. And the first time I ever put red lipstick on sitting in my Honda Prelude in the driveway and looking in the rearview mirror and putting on red lipstick going, yeah, that's, that's me for the rest of my life. <laughs> Why have I not done this yet? <laughs> <laughs> Biggest risk you ever took with your look? I think probably ex-girlfriend working with a makeup artist that was recommended to me through the video director that did that and just going so bold, like crazy bold. Did you like it or is it just like, it was a risk? It was a risk. Like, I'm, am I, do I do, I, I, I'm the kind of person that when I look back at those kinds of things, I don't, I'm never going to say I regret anything because I know why I did it. And I was and yeah, you, you did it. it. It it happened. It's done. Like, and yeah, yeah, no, I learned a lot. Favorite fragrance. Favorite fragrance. Besides your own. I like, um, I like Balenciaga. What's it called? I think it's called Paris. I like that make that fragrance a lot. Cool. Workout song. Mm. Mm, that's a good question. I, you know what? I like to listen to Post Malone a lot when I work out. Or I listen to Rick Warren, who's my, a, like a church guy that I love to listen to. I like to be, I like to exercise to like to do spiritual exercise at the same time that I'm doing um, physical exercise. You should try it. it. It's actually very powerful. Okay. And then that's a nice lead into our last one. What is the mantra you live by? The mantra, I don't know if it's a mantra, but I... Or just a, a, like you're a spiritual person. So up, uplift us, leave us with something that's gonna get us through right. a rough time or maybe something that got you through a rough time. I think, okay, I guess what I would say is um, really try to find what your gift is. And if you open your eyes and you ask, you will find it. And then when you use it, that will be very fulfilling. So that's kind of what I try to do every day. Find your gift. Find your gift. Did you ever ask someone what your gift was or did you know what your gift was right away? Like you sold a lot of albums, you know what your gift was. I I didn't know. I didn't realize (laughs) that it was a gift until like later when people liked it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, you're very gifted. Thank you so thank much you. for coming on our show. This was amazing, hey, Gwen. Thanks for having me. And thanks Congrats for um, on the line. listening to my music all these years and looking at my makeup love your on music. my face love all these your years. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> this was awesome. Thank right. you. Thanks, guys. Have fun. We hope you enjoyed the show. It's your reviews and feedback that help us make the podcast even better. Head over to iTunes to rate and review us or email your thoughts to info at fatmascara.com. We also want to answer your beauty questions and hear what products you love. To share a Razor One product review or to ask a beauty question, email us at info at fatmascara. If you send it as a voice memo file, we can even share your voice on the podcast. You can also do that by leaving us a voice message. Our phone number in the United States is 646-481-8182. Thanks so much for listening. Listen, there are so many skincare products on the market claiming to help reduce fine lines and wrinkles, and you know I will try most of them. But how do you know your products are actually working? Some research to back up the claims. That's why Jess and I are all about Ritual. They created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted a clinical study to take the guesswork out of skincare. 
Ritual's Highest Hair is now a part of my skincare routine, and I got in the habit of taking it every day by putting the cute little purple jar right next to my sunscreen. It looks nice on my vanity, and let's be honest, I love that. But once I stuck with the habit, I really noticed a difference in my skin. I am not the only one. In a clinical study, taking Hyacera for 90 days led to a 3.6 time reduction in crow's feet wrinkles as compared to placebo. And it led to a 2.9 increase in skin smoothness. I also like that they're easy to swallow. The capsules sort of taste like vanilla. They're not all weird and fishy like some other supplements. Plus, Ritual is a certified B Corp, something we learned about on a recent episode. And all their supplements, including the Daily Protein and their Sleep Bio Series Melatonin Supplement, are vegan, gluten-free, and made traceable. Do what Jess and I did. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually try. Trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash mascara. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash mascara for 25% off. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com.